Bam. We're live. There's another podcast tonight. Eric, you wants to know. I I mean, if you have two you have you have two you have four zombies. You have Will and Caleb you can't see, and then Brian and Sevon you can't see. <clears throat> you feel like a zombie kinda, Brian? No, I feel great. Oh, okay, great. Um, how about that? Four days of just as they say in the hood, clang and bang. This was a really Really good weekend. Uh, Patrick Vellner, league of his own. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I said, uh, obviously, we talked about him in the lead-up. He's the guy to beat. And in case anyone was wondering why we were saying that, now you see why. He's, you know, I think at this point, he's either the third or fourth best male that's ever competed in the sport, obviously behind Fraser and Froning, maybe, maybe debatable with Ben Smith. But I think that he's... Pushing into the three spot, honestly. I know he hasn't won the games, but he came up at the exact same time as the best to ever do it, Fraser, and sometimes that just happens. And his competition pedigree is insane. He's he's barely ever lost to anyone outside of the weird 2019 cuts and a pulled groin in an online competition in 2020. Um, so I think he's probably the third bet greatest male crossfitter of all time at this point. Uh it, it, when you when you look at the scoreboard, he has 692 points, and Alexander Corona is 633 points, and then Say after those that, numbers again, uh, 692, okay, and then 633, and then 613, and yeah. basically what you're seeing is is he's 60 points ahead. A whole ahead. lot of Canadians on the on the podium is what I'm seeing. Yes, yes. Hey, now, I, we, I just want to say. I spoke to Alexander Caron after the competition, and I am so happy for that guy. He works incredibly hard, and he has had, I think, amongst a lot of the athletes, like the least reward, especially financial reward, in terms of his, his performances relative to the competitions he's been a part of. This is a massive breakthrough for him and his career, and a, and a long time coming, in my opinion. How old is he? I can't remember. I think he's in his uh, late 20s, like 27, 8, 9, something like that. So you think we'll see more of him? Yeah, I mean, he's at the games this year. He, he got he missed the cuts. I think he was 26 or something like that. Um, he didn't win a single dollar of prize money in the competition season, and we've talked about that on the morning chalk up. Um, so for him to cash in, I think it was 35 grand here is significant. You know, it's a big deal for these athletes, and you know, he, he traveled around the world competing. Um, so I'm just absolutely stoked for Alex. Thank you, Ethan. Hey, thanks, Bruce, by the way. It was great seeing you today, by the way. Seriously. Um, um, Mitchell wants to know, Mitchell Hetty? That, that's not how you spell Mitchell. Um, are all of those guys fathers that are on the podium? I, I know Sam Well and uh, Pat are. I don't, I don't know, but I think he's thinking of Alex Vigneault. Alex Vigneault is a dad. I don't think Alexander Caron is. Okay. But they are all vaccinated. Um, uh, I, yeah, I don't even know if that's true. I just made that up. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, let's go over to the um, ladies. Uh, Emma McQuaid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's the one athlete that I said I thought if anyone was going to beat Bethany Shadburn here, I thought that Emma would have the best chance to do it. She's coming off her career best games performance of 12. She's been in the games three times in a row, 20th, 19th, 12th. I think she was 11th at Rogue. I mean, she's won open events. We've talked about it. She's very, very good. And she was very consistent over the course of the weekend and good enough to beat a very fit um, Bethany Shaber. I mean, I know Bethany had a little bit of a, a questionable sandbag, no rep in the Dale event that probably ended up costing her the win. But that happens in competition sometime, and you can't take anything away that – from, from Emma, she performed and executed and, and, and ultimately did enough to win. So same similar vein to um, Caron, this is by far the biggest accomplishment of her career. Oh, what are you referencing? I, I don't recall. I don't remember the sandbag. It's a, Yeah, it was so crazy. There's so much going on. But, uh, you know, they had all the heats ran and then they only took the top 10. And I, I, I actually, the reason I got held up is I was, I was I was talking to a lot of people, but I just saw Cooper and. Daniel Brandon, uh, Dallin Pepper, and they were all talking about it. Jake, Mar uh, Jake Marconi was there, and uh, I guess she had t carry carried the bag across and dropped it before she passed the line. 
and I sent her back to do it again, which is like brutal. Uh, and, and is that correct? You're saying that's bad judging or? Well, you know, the thing was that this event obviously changed really late for, for you know, whatever for a variety of reasons. And so the, I mean, the briefing for the judges literally took place on the competition floor while the music was still playing. I was standing there amongst the group and you could barely hear what Dylan was saying. So it's not an ideal situation. Then they had to go brief that brief athletes on it. So I don't exactly know what happened or what was necessarily you're saying sorry brian you're saying she dropped the bag before she crossed the finish line but before was, she no no it's not the it's not before she crossed the line in both the handstand walk and the sandbag here you needed to cross the line in order to complete the rep and so i guess she had not crossed the line and she had dropped the bag so they called it a no rep and she had to do it again and that and she ended up taking 12 obviously with having to do one more rep like that you're going to finish past two people get into the top 10 and have an opportunity for a much better finish and most likely end up as Wadapalooza is a champion. But it's not the first athlete that I've seen something like that happen to. It won't be the last. It's, she has a, she has, uh, Cooper said her mental attitude about it is better than his. Like she's, she's really uh, accepting of it and happy for Emma. Um, awesome coverage up, this guys? week. It's been fun. Awesome team and community. Thank you, Eric. Matt O'Keefe, what's up? Oh, we're starting the show strong up, with pictures of his ears again. Is there a way for me to get this thing to be louder? You guys are real quiet. Uh, and I am not quiet, and I've never been accused of being quiet, and I resent you calling me quiet. Hold on. Camera, mic, audio. Chris Thompson, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Crazy nice to you. Crazy nice to you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, hey, um, uh, when she picked the bag back up, Brian, did she just have to go across the finish line or she had to do the whole thing again? What's that? I think she, uh, he's asking me about a specific uh, uh, event that we were talking about. <laughs> Dude, this is like talking like to a guy who's like 112. Look at him. He's like, God, he, we're just taking a shot of his ear. Oh, Matt. Someone text you. Oh, Keith. Oh, jeez. I, I, I literally can't hear you, and I don't have my earbuds. I don't know where Aaron is. Oh, wait. She has my you can't, Can you hear it? Testing one, two. Oh, Keith, can you hear us? It's just not loud. I don't know how to, like, put it on speaker so I can hear you. Like, it's only in my, it's like, it's like only in the phone mic. I'm trying to think how I can help him. Can I text him something? I don't know. It's not. Do you know how to use your, your own tool here? <laughs> oh, you, that's my wife said that to me last night. Um, <laughs> of course. Um, anyway, what an eventful day. Yeah. So you really can't hear us? I can only if I put you up to my ear like this. Can you turn the volume up? Yeah, it's all the way up. But listen, <laughs> I know I look stupid, but I'm not. <laughs> I'll keep up. Fuck. Uh, How close are you to O'Keefe, Brian? I have, I do have the other headphones, but I, I just left the park. I'm across I'm, the street. I'm, I'm walk, I'll, I'll, I'll walk. Listen, I'll jog back. I'll, I'll be back on in like two minutes. Okay, thank you. Right. Okay. While you're gone, we'll keep talking shit about your judges. Um, uh, Kyle uh, McDougal, thank you again. We're not talking shit about the judges, just to okay, be clear. Good. Things okay. like that happen. There's a very close race between the two of them. I, I feel that Bethany has a great perspective on it, and uh, I don't want to take anything away from what Emma McQuaid did this weekend. She was very consistent, very professional, and very fit, and she's a she's a worthy uh, Wadapalooza winner this season. Let me go back to that question I asked you. Did she have to pick the bag up and go all the way back, or did she just have to pick it up and cross the line? <clears throat> all the way back across. Okay, so that means that loss. I didn't more- see this happen, by the way. This is just what they they told me over there right before I came out. Okay, so that means that probably dropped her down from uh, inside yeah. the top ten to out of yes. the top ten. Yes, 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 yes. You're right, and she would have won that. You're right. If if that wouldn't error wouldn't have happened, she would have won. Well, she would have had enough points to win. Looking at uh, the current situation, is this is this hard for Bethany? Did she expect to come in here and dominate? I don't think she uh, expected to dominate. I think she knew she had a chance to win. Um, Lucy Campbell. Wow. Yeah. Where did she end up finishing? Uh, fourth place, but, um, destroyed the last four workouts relative to the pack. A first, a fifth, a a first, a fifth, a sixth, and a second. 
you know, I've had my um, eye on her as someone that could be emerging in the European uh, region to, you know, there's going to be some spots opening up in region in Europe. You know, Kristen Holt is moving on. Uh, I, I don't know what Catch and Annie are doing. Sam Briggs is 39 years old. She's still amazing, of course. But a lot of the old guard of Europe, you know, we don't know what's going on with Sarah necessarily, um, is is ready to have some new faces there. I mean, we know Laura's there. We know Gabby's there. But Lucy Campbell was pretty good last season, and I was extremely impressed with her this weekend, as, as you had mentioned, especially over the weekend. What country? She's from uh, the UK. Okay. I believe she's 25 years old. And Does she train I mean, with I, Emma McQuaid and Sam Briggs? I don't think so. These are impressive event finishes there. I mean, I wouldn't worry actually too much about the 18th on the flip sled necessarily. There's a lot of athletes I spoke to. Uh, actually, I was talking to Spencer Panchik after the competition. He's like, dude, if it wasn't for that flip sled event, and I, you know, he feels like he could have done had a much better competition. But a lot of athletes, like Lucy, had a, a kind of slow start and had to climb their way back in throughout the, the remaining seven events. Let's talk about Spencer and the fact that he beat Saxon and Scott. Is that big? Hell yeah, it's big. Never happened before. Um, and you know, we we had been. I'm gonna see how close they ended up. I mean, how cool! Just how cool is that? Yeah, like that is crazy. And I, t- I just talked to both Scott and Spencer, and they're just—I mean, Spencer. Uh, I think they're, you know they all—they're so competitive. They all want to do well, but they're also so, so like they're just aware, and and they appreciate that this is a unique opportunity. How often can three brothers compete on one competition floor? They shared like adjacent lanes in a lot of the events. They ended up within, uh, right next to each other on the leaderboard here. It's just definitely a special. Um, time for the three of them but for spencer this is like really really cool because he's you know often the one that's kind of left out kind of just missing out on the party and whatever so to be able to finish ahead of his two brothers here is uh maybe they'll let him sit in the front seat this time spencer and saxon um they have a um uh, in event number three they had a 17th and 18th in event number six they had a fourth and a fifth and event number seven, they had a ninth and an eighth, only being, you know, one place apart on uh, three of those events. A lot well, of yeah, pe- I mean, look, they've been a minute apart since birth. Yeah. They have, you know, they they do move very similarly. There's a lot of events that they're, um, you know, you see that they both make their move at the same time. But there are small nuances and differences in them for sure. In particular, one thing that stood out to me relative to not just his brother, but the entire field was Spencer Panchik's. Uh, rope climbing abilities this week and all the pantries have always been good at rope climbs but he was faster than anyone else in the field um and i didn't necessarily know that about him so something i learned about him here uh jason uh, taylor self 10th place jason hopper 11th place and colton merton's 12th place place i bring that up because we talk about these guys a lot thank you caleb and um it's interesting uh, taylor pulled it out today of the of the three guys that we like to uh you know on the podcast we talk about these three guys a lot um we, we these are our boys that we make fun of they're you know mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you think about this start with colton um colton's events over the course of the weekend up until the final were basically exactly what i thought would happen and i actually thought he would win the final or maybe top three the final and he did not do very well in the final uh my twenty first. I mean, he shit the bed. He let's face it. He shit the bed. I mean, he should have. He no, should have no, be. No, he, no, he's no, three. No. He's three points behind Jason Hopper. I mean, Colton needs to go home and whatever punishment Colton needs to give himself, like the thousand wall balls. Or, yeah, he needs. A, he needs some punishment for that. And a lot of toes to bar. No, you know who knows? Who knows what happened there? We we'll, we maybe can talk to him eventually. But um, that was the outlier finish. If he if he takes forty four points there. Let's just say he'd won the event, which I thought. So that's another 56 points. How high up would 56 points have propelled him? Uh, From 498 that's... up to 560 plus. So he'd be right in the seventh place. He would have been seventh. I thought he, I had put him sixth. And that was the difference in the projection, basically. So he did mostly what we expected him to do. He's obviously very, very, very good on some things and not as good on others. But he is perhaps more committed to working on those things. He's not as good at it anyone. Yes. And I, he's still young, and I think that uh, he's still climbing. Like the future's still uh, the best part of his career, the best potential that he can reach is still ahead of him. 
Um, I talked to Jason at the end of the competition. Oh, just Actually, real quick. One, one thing. I think what Colt Merton needs is to add some grass-fed beef organs, a mouthful of meat, to his that's, regiment. That's interesting. I could see it on the phone. Oh. Did you hear it, too? Something about my computer. I did not hear it, no. Oh. Will's voice is awesome. Okay. Uh, Actually, so, it creeps so, me out, so I'm glad I didn't hear it. Uh, so go on about, about Jason Hopper, uh, three points ahead of Colt Merton's. I got to spend some time with Jason today and it was quite enjoyable with him and his coach, J.R. Howell. And then I did catch up with him at the end of the competition. His ex-coach, uh, J.R. Howell, his ex-coach. Yeah, J.R. was coaching him here this weekend. Okay. That's what I mean by that. And um, Jason, uh, he knows he made some mistakes this weekend. You know, we he thinks that he left anywhere between 30 and 80 points on the table um, just with mistakes of his own. Not, you know, he wasn't blaming uh, anyone else. He reminded me, and I think just as importantly, he reminded himself, this is still his rookie campaign, his rookie year. He's about to start his second his second season in, and perhaps no more than anyone else this season has he um, learned lessons in the public eye, you know, because he gained so much notoriety after what he did at the MAC. Obviously, he had a, you know, less than a desirable games for this year, but he had a good performance at Rogue. He had some really good workouts here. He's going to have a ton of things to take away from high-level competition experience after just one season. <clears throat> and uh, I think he's very, very much in the same vein as, as the Colton Mertens, where the best is yet to come. Uh, let me also throw out this. Uh, bis, bis, nah, I can almost say it. There's no one ahead of Colton, Jason, or Taylor where you're like, wow, how did they get ahead? I mean, they are in outstanding company the panchik brothers spencer saxon scott phil toon who like uh, was a complete savage dallin pepper who you know last chance qualifier savage material too. cole sager the uh, super veteran samuel samuel uh cornway repping uh uh the mayhem empire alexander carone i mean also repping the mayhem empire by the way oh he is carone is carone cornway alex vigneault there's a lot of them Wow. Okay. And then Patrick Vellner. So it's not like the, like, like we can see what happened. They were trying to squeeze through the same doorway as some other big bulls and, and oh, not. Scott, I mean, obviously through. Scott's obviously Scott's not going to, not going to, or he says he's not going to compete individual next year. Every, every single person in the top 10 besides that could easily be at the games next August. Right. Yes. Thank you. Okay, good. I'm glad you said it. I mean, okay. Uh, Taylor self, I think this is, uh, He's probably pissed, but but look at his pro- look at his event finishes. This is the most dramatic of anyone, I think. Second, thirty second, thirtieth, eleventh, first, eleventh, seventeenth, seventh. First and the second, thirtieth and the thirty second. That's like um, it's almost reminiscent of early Fikowski. He's got that potential to hit the home runs, and he's got a couple things that he you know he needs to obviously improve on. <clears throat> but I think uh, this was. He's a little older than Jason, but his, uh, he's still learning a lot. And his headspace seemed to be very good to me this week. Um, I know he's, he'll admit it, too. He knows he struggled with that at the Granite Games. So I think this, I think for all three of these guys, even though they sure, of course, they want to do better, they're fierce and relentless competitors. I think it's a successful weekend against a really good field where they, they can take a lot away from this and hopefully not make the same, the same mistakes in the future. And, um, you know, sometimes like the affirmation of it might, it might look like he did bad on a, on a workout, but he might actually have, uh, like the lifting workout. I know that he actually was happy with how he executed that workout. Um, he wanted to of course hit the last trick and finish it, but he was never expecting a top five, top 10 finish on that. And so he can probably say my strength is coming along in this, in this, with these lifts in this area, even though it wasn't where I want it to be, it's moving in the right direction. Uh, it's also a great mental test for him that he took a 32nd and then a 30th and that could have been a death spiral. And next thing you know, he climbed out of that hole with a le- 11th and a first. I mean, what a great time yeah. to just, he could have just gone in his room and started moping. Right. Yeah. And that was, uh, during the competition, I think that was the, o- uh, the only time I sought him out and I didn't, I don't really, you know, this, I don't really seek out athletes very often, but I just wanted to, I saw him and I went over to him that after that that second place 30th or worst finish. And I said, uh, where are you at? And he goes, I'm good, man. It's not, this is not a granite game situation again. 
I knew that those events would be tough for me. I'm not even thinking about them right now. I'm just looking forward. I'll reflect on those when the weekend's over. Awesome. Uh, on top of that, too, James Sprague got a great uh, experience here, too, because in the third event, he took 37th, which is just about as bad as you could do. Yes, it is. It's the worst. He finished dead last, um, Sprague did, in uh, event number three, and then proceeded after that to get a third and a second. And that uh, yeah. is a testament to, to you know, the rookie. Yeah, and what, like... Keep in mind, he's the youngest guy in the field. He's 19 years old. And, and I guess it's only, a stretch to uh, say know, he's a rookie. I guess it's a stretch. Sorry, go ahead. He has a lot of experience. But he, but as the youngest guy in the field, I guess there's you know guys like Dallin that are close in age to him. But Dallin, Dallin in terms of strength, is, is an outlier for his age. And um, we see a lot of women, young women, that are getting extremely strong. It's much less likely to see a guy like, uh, like a Pepper or Guimayeros that are that strong, that young. So Sprague's got plenty of time to improve his... Um, is lifting and he's very focused on doing that. He had a blast this weekend. Win, lose, or draw. I don't know if anyone enjoys competing, learning, being around other athletes, celebrating with the fans and his friends the way that James Sprague does. He's a positive influence on everyone around him and he's a huge asset to the CrossFit space. Awesome. Um, someone is saying, What's Hopper's beef with you? Check his story. There's, I, there's no beef. Nothing but love. What are you talking about? I don't know. Let's go. Let's go. Caleb, can you pull up uh, Hopper's Instagram and see? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Vellner, oh, what kind words don't get twisted, though? Sevon did not write this. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Will, that's get your good dude, Hopper. He's a good dude for reposting. Can I say that. something? Yes, please. I was so overwhelmed this morning by that um, post from Will and the response from it. I actually went down by the water and spent uh, five minutes just, just by myself, kind of, uh, I was tearing up and in reflection. And he then went on to write those posts about Danielle and Jason and Colton and several of the other guests that we've had on the show. And <clears throat> I completely echo the sentiments that he expressed about all those people that we've gotten to know. I'm really grateful for them giving us the opportunity to, hopefully, you know, expose some of the great things about them to the CrossFit community and the people that want to learn about the athletes. And so from uh, whether it's about me, I just wanted to say that I was really appreciative of Will doing that. And what a great opportunity to do that in a time where, you know, during the day today where people were, you know, they were wanting to watch competition and obviously we had to delay for a while. Uh, the team is pretty, is pretty wild guys. Uh, Will has just run out. Uh, it's basically, he's just run out ahead on his own and he's done an insane job. I see Caleb nodding his head. Now he's done an insane job by taking responsibility for the Instagram account, for the stream, for the graphics, um, yesterday and uh, part of today, he was, uh, managing, telling everyone, uh, on the stream over 30,000 people today, where, which lanes everyone was in. I mean, the guy is a rock star and he's taking it on his own to um, write these beautiful pieces. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty crazy. The whole, the whole entire team, everyone is great. And although we didn't get Brian, and you know, Caleb too, he wrote that, that thing earlier that he shared with all of us just about his at Wadapalooza experience and how yes. impressed he was with the things down here. And I um, shared that with O'Keefe and Dylan and Kristen and a couple of the girls I work with on the social media team. And all of them were expecting a complaint and a, and a, a, a gripe with what was going on with the delays and everything else. And that was super refreshing for them in the day to get a feedback like that. So thank you, Caleb, as well. I, I, I want to point out, this is totally just me preaching and totally off, off topic, but these are all people on the team who are taking opportunity with, 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 they have, they have no idea what's in it for them. Zero. I have no idea what's in it for them. Like every single one of these people is just charging ahead. Heidi's not holding the camera for seven hours for any other reason, because like, she's not like, Hey, can I get paid? Or, Hey, can I do the next show with you? Like everyone's just doing it for the experience of doing it. Uh, Brian's just stays in touch with us all day. Gives us leads. Um, that guy, uh, Tyler came on a few times today. Got what I thought was the highlight of the behind the scenes. He just sent me a text. Give me a link. I trusted him and he got us that rich froning moment. Um, every, every single person, uh, Caleb bringing water to people. Um, I, we, we just got lucky. I, I don't I don't even mean it like as a, I'm not trying to romanticize it or anything, but, and, and the people who didn't take advantage, we, 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 they just, they weeded themselves out. I mean, we were a bunch of, uh, 
This is everyone who's – we're all running full speed, and we've all run ahead or, or running as far ahead of, of everyone else as we can. So it's pretty awesome. Thanks, Logan. Yeah, even Logan calling in, he doing – you know, call he he's the guy who calls in consistently, and so he's the only one I answer the phone when they're not calling shows. I mean, everyone – like, anyway. Uh, O'Keefe, what's up, baby? How are we doing? Uh, we are so stoked that you had this uh, competition this last four days. Uh, we're stoked that we got to be a part of it. We're stoked. I mean, we, you let us play in your sandbox. Thank you. Well, thank you guys. It was, uh, I appreciate all the coverage and it was what a wild week. Oof, I need some sleep. Um, is it over or like, are you out there tomorrow um, cleaning up shop? Oh uh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. This rain today will make load out uniquely difficult. So <clears throat> it'll probably take us. Oh, you you cut out. Tell Matt to stop calling you. You'll be down for soon. Bye bye. Hey Brian, how close were they to can- canceling? Um... I I didn't um, get involved in any of the conversations during the break. I took that as an opportunity to go uh, just hang out and watch some NFL football with Jr. Jason was getting a little nap in and just have some quiet, which was really, I was, it recharged me and set me up for um, the evening, which was uh, required an extreme amount of focus as both the team and competitions were going on at the same time. I needed to write about, it was a lot of stuff. So that was a really important uh, break for me. And I just let the, the, the event directors do their thing and trusted them to make the right decisions. Um, did you, have you heard about what happened to Sarah, how serious it is yet? I have heard something. I don't know how reliable the source is, and so I'll just—I'm just gonna refrain from weighing in on that. Okay. I just heard that your headphones are about to die. I think I heard one of them. Yeah, I'm gonna go in. Uh, I'm, I'm walking towards the hotel now, and uh, I was hopeful that you could talk to O'Keefe for a couple minutes while I transfer over to my computer. Okay, sounds good. Um, so I'm gonna—I'm just gonna jump back on in about five minutes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I, I I wanted I know that you and Brian don't get along, so I wanted him to step off while you were on the show, uh, O'Keefe. Um, Matt, uh, how close were we to not to the whole event being canceled? This the did not seeing the last two events. Are you? <laughs> I, I don't. Is your are you? Do you have like a voice filter on? It's like sounds like uh... like I'm a transformer. I am the Omnicron. What, what is it? What is that? No, no, it's no yeah. voice filter. No, no, no. It's just you have a bad connection or something. Oh, shit, Caleb. He might hang up and it might be me and you. Father, I'm really tired of your, your messing with me. No, can you hang up and call back? Can you hang up and call back? Can you hang up and call back? Ah. I have Caleb and myself. Matt Souza says, thank you, O'Keefe and Kristen. O'Keefe, awesome on the fly work. I'm, I am very curious to how close they were um, to uh, to canceling it. Caleb, I wonder, um, how. Do, Caleb, do you know, um, did we postpone this four hours today, five hours today? Like, what was the push time on that? Yeah, I think it was about, it was like three to four hours. And, and there already- has to be a, go ahead. They had already planned it for like an hour and a half. And I don't even think we got started until about five o'clock. And there had to be a time when Matt O'Keefe was just going to have to be like, okay, we can't do it. The winner is Patrick Vellner. Yeah. I know there was some debate on like, well, maybe we can just do like one event and we can just call it quits. Cause I think there was something about um, like, at least for the other divisions too, they were just saying, okay, we'll just do one more. And they'll be done kind of thing. But otherwise I'm not really sure. I, I, I think what John had said previously about there being like some sort of contingency plan uh, in regards to like, okay, well who goes first or who doesn't go first uh, was in play obviously, because they ended up not completing this, the uh, scaled divisions, but they allowed the adaptive intermediate, the age group masters athletes, um, RX and Elite to finish as well. What, what, what on earth was going on with the sound? I don't know. Is it better now? Yeah, it was like, 
like everything you guys said was you jinx all microphones matt o'keefe thank you thank you caleb for standing in um uh how close were we to um not seeing the last two events like there must there is some timer that's going that says okay yeah so we have a curfew um you know we we generally end like between seven and eight on sunday you know so that we can have ceremonies and people can go out um but there's a ordinance you know we can't go past 10 past 10 p.m so that was like our hard end and i don't know if you saw we ended at 10 or 9 so the we were um we were very close and you know it was uh it got challenging you know in the when we got back to the property and you know we needed to make some we were ready to go um if you know everything checked out safety was there and you know everybody you know you know everybody felt good about we're you know moving forward with the workouts the way that they were programmed um but we had to make some adjustments so we started to like lose some time it got tight we rushed the last heat of guys on the floor and, and um you know moved that a little like a couple minutes forward to get done so that we could celebrate properly with pat and um you know and end it the right way uh and when you say regulations uh, we kept hearing that there was some sort of rule like lightning strike rule like last time someone sees lightning within 30 miles of the place and then the clock starts and you have another 30 minute window and if it makes it 30 minutes without a lightning strike within so many miles of the place the place opened up is that what it was is it actually a lightning strike that you guys are looking for or not looking for you mean earlier today yeah, like is, is that what yeah. we were waiting for? Were we waiting for water, or was it um, the danger no. of lightning, or both? No, 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 no. So basically, what happened was I, I, we we knew there was a huge you know storm with electricity band that came through. We knew precisely when it was going to end. You never know how long it's going to take to clean up. So there were high winds, so we didn't know what the damage would be. So I mean, you take you know it's it's interesting. Like we've gone through this for many years, and I think people get frustrated with a lack of communication, but the lack of communication is, well, do you want me to tell you to, to, to be somewhere at a certain time that we're going to start and then not be able to meet that? We want to be like concise. We even bumped, you know, you know, immediately 30 minutes off of the time that we initially set, which I don't, we don't like to do, you know, because we were like, we were trying to move. See, see what happens is like, we tried to get everybody to get five workouts in. Um, at a minimum, because the, the the other divisions do six, they do two a day, and then you know we had set up the elite competition, which was for a lot of money. There was a half a million dollars at stake, and we had programmed it, you know, with the eight pieces in in uh, in in thought. So it was just like, all right, well, you take one out, maybe it's just not proper because we didn't we looked at it as a complete eight workout event. So our goal was, hey we got to get those two workouts in because you know it's high stakes and um so yep. when we got back to the property and started to go i went over you know matt came over uh fraser and um tested some stuff for us you know he hands down walked and we cut a little on you know because there was some running that was going to go on on the floor and the floor had really started to dry quite a bit and um felt really good it's funny the flooring company said that we would get 10 percent increased tack and it was like all kinds of technical stuff that went into it um if it was just damp you know and it was that it was barely damp so it was really actually sticky so it was actually uh, and, safer if it was a little moist and by the way it didn't yeah. necessarily dry i mean your team was out there mopping that shit up yeah and it was when you say dry <clears throat> yeah so it was um but we 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 in Tended to talk to the athletes, you know, and we all, we, that's something we've always considered in those things is like, Hey, I mean, it's hard to get a bunch of opinions in, on, in, you know, pointed in the same North when you have a couple hundred athletes, you know, it's like, yeah. Why do you do that? O'Keefe? Why not? Like, so if I'm at my, if you, if you and Matt and in 20 of your buddies come over to my house, I don't mm-hmm. ask you guys what kind of pizza you want. I order a pepperoni, a mushroom and a pineapple and ham. And you fuckers can get in where you fit in. And here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. If I, if I ask you what kind of pizza you want and then you don't get it, you hate me. But if I just order the pizza and there's not one there you're like, you're like, oh, that sucks. 
So it's like you're nice to those people, and then all of a sudden you're hearing a bunch of opinions from a bunch of jackass. I mean, you set yourself up for a no-win situation. You're too nice. Chief is too yeah. nice. Well, you feel me or no? Right. I mean, unfuck me I if I need to be slapped around I, a little I, bit. I, you know, I would, you know, I may, you know, I over, I, I would over order pizza and, and ask people what they want. Dude. <laughs> I knew it. You're that guy. This is this yeah. is 100 percent true. I cannot describe to you the amount of food that was at the Granite Games. Uh, you know, you know, keeps room that he got for the party after the Granite Games. <laughs> yeah, that was clock. That was a big over order. Um, but yeah, we we. <laughs> You know, I, it, you know, we went up. So you actually and, asked uh, the athletes, Hey, what do you guys want to do? Yeah. So I went up to the athlete warm up area. Um, and you know, there was, you know, and again, the process was that we were going to speak to them to tell them what we thought was safe in, in the plan. And we heard some rumblings that there were some questions on the cutting again, in the grand scheme of things, I would have walked them all down there and been like, Hey, like go out there and look at it, you know, and play around with it. And, um, you know, they were worried about if, you know, there was a lot of water on the property in fairness to them. Like there was a ton of water. And so um, the walk from athlete area to the, to the stage, you know, they, their feet were going to, you know, the shoes were going to have a lot of water on the bottom. But I, ju- I got the elite teams and uh, indies together and just said, listen, we care about your safety. Um, you know, we, you know, but let me tell you this before I ask this question. You know, the risk here is that half of you think one way and half of you think the other. And then, like, we're really going to get nowhere. And then I'm going to have to make a decision for you. So in the grand scheme of things, I do want to ask you and let people speak up. You know, if you know if you're pretty aligned, this is super simple. If you don't want to do the workout, we 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 I, I said we just spent three hours trying to figure out how to give them what they came here for. Right. Yeah. Like you're it's you're paying you're playing for money. And. And you guys like the title of winning the, the Wadapalooza. So, you know, we want to give you that. That's what we're working hard to do. And if you guys don't want – the easiest thing for us, honestly, would have been to, to eliminate a workout. Like, that, that, that would have made our, our day very simple. And so, um, you know, but if you don't feel safe, you know, let me know. And, you know, who, do, who doesn't want to do the workout the way it's programmed for safety? And literally all their hands went up. And I was like, well, that's cool. We'll program something else. And if we can't program something because it just doesn't make sense, we're going to eliminate the workout. You guys all good with that? They said, yep. We we, we snuck someone into that um, meeting with a camera. Did you? Yes, of course. And we streamed it live. And But at one point, Rich Froning just spoke, like yelled at the group. Yeah, he, he what he what spoke, was that? What happened? We just heard him say, yeah. oh, "Raise your hand if." And then and then we were like, like even well, in my seat, I, 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 had, I had no voice, so oh, I couldn't okay. I couldn't like get my my words to. There was a, there was a couple hundred people. There was actually yes four because I think everybody Packed. started to, and so I couldn't get every everybody. And nobody could. Some people couldn't hear me in the back, so he had a big voice and he was yelling. So that's like where that came from. But he was. Um, you know, he spoke up, others did, and, but all, you know, I mean, you saw then if you were, you know, streaming it, like they, I mean, there were like maybe a few hands that didn't go up and those people were good with it. You know, they were just like, Hey, let, let's, let's find something different. And we, we, I think we nailed it. Like it wasn't perfect, but like it, 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 it kept the integrity of what we were trying to accomplish and they were all happy. You know, I, I, I tried, you know, I tried to say, hi to them all when they leave their last workout and there was a lot of gratitude that we you know thought of them and made the change so i we don't had know chase I mean, ingram we, on at the time and he said that he would switch it to burpees and 20 minutes later you guys he was on i mean and i respect chase a lot he's seen a lot of competitions and, and that's what you guys ended up going with right burpees yeah i mean we didn't want to put another thing on the floor we were thinking about a bike um we we're thinking a new, and matt fraser came over to help with the whole like with the testing and he was there and dylan and you know and i you know are in the the heat of this right there's there's some emotion flying around and, and we both kind of looked at him and we were like well what do you think of this you know and and he was great like and you know he's he was like you know he's, he's a really smart programmer too like he just was like hey what about this we went through all you know and then we made the decision he thought 20 burpees was probably more fitting than 15 you know, and then he, um, who is this? Sorry. Me. I heard, I didn't hear who Matt, you said. Matt, oh, Matt, Matt okay. Fraser. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we were 
going to brief the judges and there there was all these questions and matt came over and he was like why don't i just demo this and so he he demoed it and um so i helped quite a bit and dude that was awesome that was awesome when he demoed it that was awesome that was super cool I, i mean he was taking a nap and sprung out of bed and ran over there and helped. But anyway, super cool. But yeah, I mean, listen, we've had, we've had, um, we've had situations with rain before where we've let those guys weigh in. Cause you know, I mean, it kind of speaks to what Wadapalooza is like it, you know, do I think that, you know, you can do that in all situations? No, but I do feel like, you know, because of what that event is and kind of, you know, how, you know, how it's, you know, you know how it's been established it's you know as you know this sort of community event and it's about everybody in some way shape or form you know it, it's um it's something that i think fits you know and and i don't i mean i wouldn't have had a problem if it was split down the middle with saying like this is my decision and i'm going to live with it you know like it's pretty simple but if you're all waiting one way like it makes it super simple you know and by the way like i get like if you really look in like it's it's a um that's a risky proposition in the grand scheme of things, right? Like there's so many things that can play out, you know, um, in a scenario like that. And, you know, I think that, um, those, you know, I think everybody's pretty cool out there and, and they, um, you know, I think they want the event to be successful. They're, they're really good to us. They support it every year. Um, I don't think it was, you know, a bunch of bitching, um you know i think there were some genuine concerns and with the time factor it made it actually you know reasonable to say like all right why don't we just switch the workout we're going to parade all these guys down here they're going to you know we're going to get get them on board and then we're going to parade them back and then we're going to parade them back again to get into their heat it's like all right so it worked it worked it worked well um, what's next so. for you where do you what do you do next what's your ne- oh well two questions did you get any new clients this week <laughs> no no no, no? Uh, what do you mean clients like athletes? Yeah. Like, 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 like I know this, you know, a bunch of athletes are coming here and there's potential prospects. Uh, so you set up meetings and like now Ellie Turner is is on the O'Keefe team. I know. I, I, I don't really, I mean, we, I, I talked to some people this weekend that asked to talk to me about that. And I, I, my response is just, you know, let's catch up after the event. Um, Colton excited Martin. to talk to, to Colton whoever, Martin. you know, wants some help, but, um, no, I'm not Merton. prospecting. I don't really do that a lot anyway. Like I, I, uh, I know you don't. I just like to bug yeah, you uh, about uh, it. Uh, I, I want to know who's the you you um. There's people you, uh, signing with Matt O'Keefe. I think is always a smart thing. So I just curious who the next. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, they, um, they're, 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 they're a lot of cool people there. Honestly, there's some new names too. I gotta. Can I say that? Um, <laughs> Emma, like I have a, I have a little history with Emma McQuaid. I do not work with her, um, but Emma, um, Emma and I were teammates on, in a competition. So wow, I I um, was on a team of twelve at Strength and Depth in London when it used to be in, in I'm sorry, not London. It used to be in Bath, England. Ollie, super cool guy from CrossFit, runs that. Yep. Um, and he had this really unique twelve person competition where sometimes it was seven people and five and all 12 did workouts and i was on a super team and then i was the ordinary human on the team and it was like valner laura horvath like emma um you know elliot simmons and jamie simmons and the kelly freel who won the games this year you know was the other master you have to have masters athlete and i was the male how did you get into that? Weren't you like, uh, no, I'll pass? Or did they have to have one normal so, person on there? Don't, don't let the don't, don't let Keith deceive you. By no means is he in their league, but he's a very fit dude. Okay. They they were um, for it was Wit Wit put it together, and you know they're good friends of mine. And I mean, I, I it was one of the most fun times I've had competing. It was really fun, um, but I ended up getting partnered up with McQuaid in a workout, Laura Horvath in another workout. I have some really funny stories. Like we were running, uh, Laura Horvath and I were running around a track with like a two person worm and just like, I'm friends with Laura, she's awesome. And she just like, O'Keefe, move faster. You're you're moving too slow. Like in in Laura's like stoic way, like move faster, you know? And it was like, it was awesome. But McQuaid and I partnered. 
And I just like, I honestly, I fell in love with her as a person. She's just such a really nice person. And, you know, um, her story is incredible. You know, um, and she was a professional ATV racer. Her husband had an accident. And she, you know, she just is, um, she's awesome. And she works so hard and she just goes, she has like a gear that is crazy. You know, which made great for that workout. She just like goes to dark places, but for her to be that to be her first win, um, you know, and just she's so, and she's Irish, and I'm 100 percent Irish, so that was pretty sweet, honestly. I, and again, I don't work with her, so I just um, I really like Emma McQuaid, and I'm really proud that she's the one to lose a champion. Hundred G's, uh, Brian. Who is that? Your grinder date is is he leaving or is he showing up? Um. <laughs> Brian, Brian, you missed the piece where the voice, Savan must have been messing with the microphones because it was like super slow-mo, like deep, like for like, you'll have to watch it. It happens when he calls me sometimes. Yes. He'll hang up and be like, I got the robot voice. <laughs> um, uh, O'Keefe, what, what do you do? What's your next um, thing? Like, so now does the, do you just turn like are you is loud and live doing a concert like where do you turn your sites to where's the, the uh, machine loud and live? do you point at granite games like where's this uh you're turning your ship around what's your next attack what's your next project yeah next I, don't, project? I don't have it i don't really have anything to do with concerts like there our business does right so i don't i don't get involved in that yeah um, but you know i go to women's we support different you know our team supports different things you know when when they when they need you know well, who's wedding? Play. I know you are you going to someone's wedding? Are you putting on another is, is West Coast Classic coming up? Is Velner gonna take you out to like make you like go to like a baptism? Like what what are you doing next? I'm going to the after party tonight. Um that's the first place <laughs> I'm going. And then and then I um what's next? I you know, I don't know. I, I we yeah, we've we've got, you know, to start thinking about our other events. Um I need a couple weeks to just like oh decompress i got i got a bunch of stuff to take care of but you know athletes we work with and some brand stuff you know before i start thinking we'll start thinking about waterpalooza too um so yeah i got a couple you know i got some meetings down here in the next couple of days and and then uh we got to clean the park up and i'll go home and catch up on some sleep and the next week you know get back at it last question are you glad you brought your son or is it like one of those things like oh that was a lot of work it's amazing. My my wife and daughter are here too, by the way. So it made it pretty easy. But they're camera shy. Well, you know, my daughter isn't camera shy. She's just here with a friend, and she's fifteen, so she has like this much interest. She's amazing, by the way. She just um, they they watched uh, Pat's uh, son a, a little bit here and there, and um, and my wife's very camera shy, so she doesn't want to be on. She doesn't she doesn't do the social media thing. And How old so, is your son? He's 13. Yeah, that that is so special for me. And Pat is uniquely connected to my family. Like we're friends and you know, my wife and I were at his wedding. Um, so you know, I, I don't want to leave it at Emma. Like that's very special. He's won every event that you know I've been associated with with Waza. And um I'm proud of that. I got you know, programming doesn't have anything to do with that. I don't have anything to do with that. He's just fit and you know, he he uh he is incredible. He's 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 won, you know, back to back to back. So um that was pretty special that Jack gave him his check. You know, that was awesome. That was, hey, uh, was cool. That's three back to back to back. He's won three. Yeah, three in a row. Wow. Who's Jack? Jack's my son. Oh, perfect. So he we went out to present the, the winner's check and Jack gave Pat his check. Hey, he'll probably will never give any well, it's gonna be a long time before he gives anyone more than a hundred thousand dollars, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like this. He, he, he I, I called him and I'm like, "Where'd you go?" I'm like, "Where'd you go? You, you, you can come down and go on the stage and pre present the checks with me." He's like, "I'll be right there." He runs down, and then he gives Pat the check, and like I turn around and I'm like, "Where, where did he go?" He just like darted back up to the room. He's like, "All right, I got, I got a ton. Done. I'm out. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. So, yeah, my, my having the, the the question you asked, having my family here was incredibly special. I, I mean, they take it on the chin with you know my time with this. So, for them to be able to see what you know I've been working on is is awesome. 
gives them some context for, you know, our dad's, you know, running around all the time. Well, thanks, dude. Uh, 1148 PM, you're finishing up your last duties. You can't even really party because you're straight on the straight and narrow, but. I mean, I can, I can roll all night, you know, when I'm in, in sober and sober is fun. Oh, very fun. I, I agree. I can, I'm, uh, just get some caffeine going and we'll be ready to rock. Brian, you coming? We'll see. <laughs> that's a, that's a heavy no. <laughs> I need five or 10 minutes with Brian and then I'll, and then I'll, and then I'm sure he's coming. Both of you incredibly grateful for your coverage and Dude, support of the event. Wait a blast. You know, thank you so much. Honestly, you guys crushed it. Brian, thanks for being here. I didn't get the chance to argue on the floor. I was, pulling tape up and running around hugging people and you ran off. So thank you, dude. You were amazing. That's why I gave you a hug earlier today. Make sure I got it in. I needed it. I needed it right about them. Thank you, dude. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Good night, ma'am. Thank you. I'll text you about you soon. I'll call you soon, Matt. Love it. See you. See you. Hmm. It's a good dude. Were you there when Rich uh, when Rich uh, spoke up? Nope, I was. Um, it was pretty. I, I was preparing was pretty- for the uh, the upcoming four hours. It was pretty authoritative. Uh, I, Matt O'Keefe. I, I don't remember how old he is, but he's younger than me. I know, and I'm 49 because I remember when I asked him, I'm like, "Oh, he seems like such an adult to me." Um, <clears throat> the one of the most fascinating. Fascinating. No, not the right word. One of the most exciting parts of the competition was the female uh, elite teams. Uh, We didn't have a lot of expectation there. And then, boom, we had it. Uh, Team Krieger and Mayfem coming down to the final event. Did you get to watch that? And what are your thoughts? Yeah, for sure I got to watch that. I mean, they basically just traded the lead back and forth event for event for event. Um, And... uh, the, ultimately, the difference in the two teams came down to the two worm events. Uh, Krieger got an event win on both the worm thruster and the worm clean and jerk workout. And that ended up basically being the, the six points they needed to separate from Mayfem. It, it, it would have it actually worked out that coming into the finale, whichever team won the finale would end up being your winner. Because if Mayfem had won and Krieger had even taken second, they would have tied on points. But it would have been Mayfem's fourth event win of the weekend. To Krieger's third. Instead, Krieger had four event wins. Mayhem had three. Mayhem had three. So they won nearly every event. Um, and you just don't get competitions like that that often, where there's two teams that are, or or even two individuals that are so close so often. Uh, it was a little bit in terms of team competitions, reminiscent of uh, the Wasatch and Mayhem teams in 2017. They were like finishing first and second on almost every workout. And uh, you know those. I don't, I really, I actually kind of feel bad that we didn't give Lolina Richter and Ingrid Hodnemer the credit that they deserved prior to the competition. And I made sure that throughout the competition, it was, you know, very well known, hopefully that those, those two women took second place at the games on CrossFit Oslo and, um, excuse me, kind of in the way that Andrew Nissler and Taylor Williamson had been chasing the mayhem teams when they were part of oc3 this oslo team was chasing their team mayhem this year at the games and here's when it's an opportunity for i know it's a different format and whatever but look they brought they brought in kristen holta Andrea and taylor brought in um Haley adams i think they finished within a <laughs> couple places in the at the game so and uh man yeah they're super impressive and i i know of some a lot of teams that are going to be going in the team competition this upcoming season and i think that it's going to be a really good team season for um crossfit uh caleb can you pop that open one more time oh yeah sorry so um it's interesting you say that about uh those girls from uh norway and norway. being on the podium at the by the way the team in fifth is also three norwegian girls the comeback team mm-hmm um, so this Ingrid Hodenmeyer and Lena Richter, when they uh, won, I made a comment that I said, hey, this is probably the highlight of their um, uh, you know, CrossFit careers, being that they beat the Mayhem girls. And someone in the comments basically said, hey, dude, these girls have been on the podium at the games. And, you're, and it was like what you're saying. Like, at least you knew it. I didn't even knew it. I was just spouting off shit on autopilot playing sportscaster. Um, 
yeah, it, it was, it was, uh, something else. I, I, when, when, if I'm on the Mayfem team, I haven't actually looked at the numbers, but there were eight events they competed in. And I'm guessing you can, they could go back and see that it's literally seconds that kept them off the podium. Like they can probably be like in workout number three, if we would have gone one second faster and workout seven, we would have gone two seconds faster. We'd be on the podium. And, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't get tighter than that. Right. Nope. It's a, it's, um, amongst the closest races in the history of a you know, high level team competition. Uh, I want to talk about a guy that caught my eye and see if it's worth, uh, um, letting him continue to entice me. His name is Delugos. I think I heard you talk about him before. Um, he was there with, uh, Con Porter and James Newberry. Is that, uh, uh, Sousa asked him if he's interested in teams and he emphatically said, no, he's individual. Um, and then, uh, John Young said he has a 315 pound snatch. Is, mm-hmm. is it, can, can, can I get on the, I'm on the Taylor train. I'm on the Colton Mertens train. I'm on the, uh, Hopper train. Is Delugos worthy of, uh, is it, is it worthy getting on the Delugos train? Let's have him on the show. We'll get to know him a little better. Uh, well, what do you think? What about his abilities? I mean, he's an outlier. I mean, he, he's basically the, he's, he's a Colton Merton in his own, in his own right. Right. I mean, he's like a giant out there. Spectrum, yeah. 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 He's a, he is, I, I mean, and he's got he's a, a nose ring. Than, he's got a nose ring. I don't approve, but he's got a, but, but okay. He's got a nose ring. Actually, Khan told him he had to wear a fake nose ring this competition to be on the team. <laughs> I want, he, he works out with Daniel Brandon, I think in Vegas. And I wanted to know if they swap nose rings. Doesn't she have one of those? Uh, you know, I was standing next to her for a while today and I can't even tell you for sure. You should stare at her face more often, buddy. She's not I was watching the quads. competition She's floor. more than just a set of quads. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Delugos, um, yes. he's a young guy working very hard in an incredible training environment with a very knowledgeable and experienced coach. Um, seems like he's getting better. If I feel like you know, I was on a team, so it's not quite the same. But yeah, he was very impressive in a lot of different regards. This competition alongside those guys. Uh, overall, I would I was uh, very impressed with their team, and you know he'll. He's almost guaranteed to be at a semifinal this upcoming season, and uh, I would be very surprised if he doesn't improve upon his performance from last year. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Ellie Turner came in, rocked the house. Did you get it? And then, and then had that third. Uh, there wasn't a worse event to struggle on. Um, she's basically was doing the handstand walk and, uh, right as she's about to cross the line, she falls down and that's basically it for her. She lost the whole, whole kit and caboodle in that one, in that one moment. Um, d- two questions. Are we going to see more of her? Like, is she going to stay at oh. the top of the food chain? And then the second question is, is that a problem with those kind of workouts then? These kind of workouts where, um, there's a, you know, there's cuts within the workout. And so that if you, if you, if you, if you, if you shit the bed early on that you're toast. Not toast, but I mean, look, you still have, I mean, the same thing happened to Bethany Shadburn too. Yeah. But only 10 advanced to the final. And that means even if you don't make the final heat, there's another 27 women that you're, you know, hoping to place as, as ahead of as many of them as possible. So that's one where you, you know, like, like we talked about with Bethany, we could talk about it with, you know, Jason Hopper got a no rep on his handstand walk and it was deserved. He, he came down before he put his hands across the line. And there were probably some other happened on the team side a few times. That's just something you have to learn to, to deal with. Sometimes it happens. And the best thing you can do is just, just keep going, go to the, go do the rep again and finish as fast as you can and see where the chips fall. But there's nothing, um, like, you know, you see her, her finish is there, and that's obviously an outlier finish relative to the rest of them. And it's an execution error. She's 23 years old, and, she, you know, she's going to make some of those and learn from it and uh, hopefully not make those similar mistakes in the future. But this is a great weekend for her. Obviously, people were talking about her for the first couple of days as she was a leader um, for the first three days of competition. And I am very hopeful for uh, her career. I think that uh, getting some more opportunity to interact in person with someone as with as much experience as Michelle is going to 
you know, be beneficial for. So all in all, uh, I think things are looking up for Ellie Turner. As I, as I look through all of these lists, I don't see anyone who, who didn't live up to, like, I don't see anything like just completely weird. I mean, uh, of course, you expect Rich always to win, but I mean, really, what were his chances against uh, a team? Where'd they hurt? end up? Where'd they end up? Uh, sixth. Are you sure? Five hundred. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let me reboot. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, fifth. Pretty impressive. Uh, come back. They took second in that in that last workout. Wow. Um, they have six hundred and five points, and for the boys had seven hundred and seventy points. I mean. Thunder from down under you two former games athletes, legit games athletes, the boys, three legit games athletes, team Hercules, three legit games athletes. I don't know who's on this team. Some Sarah Lamont. No, some Sarah Lamont. It's um, those are the guys that went on like qualifier. Dennis Samsonov, Tyler Aguiman and Philip Muscarella. Uh, Any games did... athletes in that group? No, Aguiman missed by one at the, semifinals right, this so, year so, so maybe rich should be angry i mean the, the top th- the the three teams you know above but may, well who are these guys these sams it sounds like some sort of disease sam Sanilla. <laughs> sam what's the thing you get from eating raw eggs or something or eating raw chicken <laughs> salmonella salmonella yeah tyler egamon philip muscaria and dennis sam sonoff it's a russian last name Mm-hmm. And any thoughts on these guys? They're impressive. I was really impressed, um, not just with, I mean, I, I kind of knew about uh, some of their individual prowess. I didn't know how they would necessarily perform as a team, um, but they had, they were, they're very fit. They worked well together. They seemed like they were having a blast. And um, I'm happy they were part of the competition. Uh, is Street Horner still, wait, is Street, was Street Horner on the Smith Bros team? <laughs> Yeah. And him and uh, Sam Dancer, are they training for the games? Are I spoke they just to Sam Dancer this year, or this mm-hmm. weekend, and he is intending to – I hope he's okay with me saying this. He's intending to um, – I think he's intending to compete in the Masters division this year. And is Street Horner still competitive? I did not get a chance to talk to Street this weekend. It's crazy that they did so well. I don't think so. We, I mean, they have a lot of experience. All three of them have competed here in uh, team format many times, and they're all very, I mean, very good. And I think they also, you know, sometimes they also kind of balance each other out a little bit. You know, Sam Zab was super strong. Alex kind of this, uh, these guys are all, I mean, they're just all good. I'm not that surprised. Anything else you want to highlight? We made it an hour. Woo. Uh, yeah, My teeth are go, chattering because I'm so high on caffeine. About, I mean, we, we didn't even talk about the guys that won. I, uh, and in particular, I think it was you know pretty cool for Noah probably to be able to win with Travis and Chandler, who are two of his closest friends, in the tenth year that he's competed at every single one of these things. And you know, they were hamming it up afterwards. <laughs> they were having a blast. They were all over each other in the back. You'd be hard pressed to find someone who loves people more than Noah Olson. So to be able to win with his friends on the 10th year anniversary or, or the 10th celebration of Wadapalooza is probably extremely uh, special for him in ways that few people can understand. And, uh, um, you know, they were, the, they were clearly the best team there, but it uh, doesn't take anything away from the accomplishment and the fitness and the celebration is more than deserved for those three guys. And um, along with kind of romanticizing this, Noah was repping um, Guido Trinidad's gym, uh, P360, and he's the founder of Wadapalooza, and he's kind of the guy that got Noah into CrossFit when uh, Noah was in college. So, yeah. That's right. I also feel good about the <clears throat> Team Hercules. You know, Travis Williams' semifinals was cut short this year. Roy Gamboa, uh, I've always been a big fan of his, and uh, Logan Collins is very underrated, I think, in terms of his um, capacity and ability and accomplishments. I thought that I had ranked, I think I had predicted them to get second, but um, they were, they didn't like stand out in that, any one or workout necessarily, but you see their performance there, very consistent in a you know, broad diversity of workouts. And this was a really good 
good men's field. So all these top five, six, seven, eight teams are full of uh, talented guys at a lot of different points in their career. Any other winners you want to talk about? Are you coming well, on only, tomorrow we've, morning? We've are only you? covered four of the 50 divisions, so it looks like we got a couple hours to go. <laughs> are you coming on tomorrow? I, 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 we're supposed to have Ricky Garrard at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Are you coming on for that? I cannot commit to that. I'm also not saying that I won't be there. Fair enough. I think it's going to be short and sweet. I think Chase pretty much uncovered all the other stuff. Um, the um, next 24 hours of my life are very unknown. Oh, because you got to travel and you don't know how you're getting there. Mm-hmm. It's cool. All right. Uh, Brian. Thank you. Checks in the mail. You could do. <laughs> great job this week. I've, I have uh, heard from many, many people about what you guys have been doing and how great it's been. Oh, yeah. Let's take that off the air. You can stroke me when you're done stroking that guy. <laughs> behind you. Fuck, I thought we were off the air. 